0: Hello, this is Hey Dude Shoes. This is an ad. But not for your ears, for your feet. Are they listening? Good. Hey Dude Shoes are the squishiest, airiest, lightest, go-to shoes you'll ever have the pleasure of introducing your toes to. So light, a butterfly could steal them. So soft, kittens seethe with jealousy. So cushy, your hands will curse your feet for all the love and attention. Toes, you've hit the jackpot of comfy. Hey Dude. Good to go to.
1: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
0: Hi, I'm Gerald Farley. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. and you're listening to Agony Rants. <laughs> <laughs> we did <it>. us <laughs> We did it. We did it.
1: We did it. it we I, did something. I don't know what we did, but we did something.
0: I am very proud of us, Neve. For the listener, we are hundreds of miles apart. I would imagine. I know. Um, Neve is our national treasure. Is uh, uh-huh. currently laid up.
1: I am. I am officially, finally, have succumbed to the COVID.
0: Yeah, the the pandemic, the plague, has finally got Neve. I, I don't know why this isn't the front of the Herald, Neve.
1: I know. Because I haven't told anybody. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's terrifying. The nation is holding its breath. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and how do you feel?
1: Well, I feel, I feel okay. I just feel a little bit, um, well, actually, to be fair, I felt rubbish last week when I got the first positive thing. And for two years, I've been testing myself, you know, for various reasons. And uh, I kept going, there's something wrong with these tests. I I must have got it by now because I was so out in the world. And then um, just suddenly last week, I ended up and I knew exactly what the COVID is all about then. Uh, I was very lucky though. Basically, I ended up with what I was would consider you know a mild flu so I was it was bad like it was really bad in the sense that I would really felt terrible I could I mean it wasn't a pretty sight you know I was le- basically lounging about in <laughs> lounging about in my dressing gown for quite
0: a long time well agony um, rants yeah. like we have a contingency plan yes Dana's waiting for the call
1: <laughs> <laughs> she must be devastated I dragged myself. sitting at home I, I said bed. Dana
0: she's going to do it remotely she said that we bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'd be a very different show with Dana. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
0: very it different. would. It would be very different. She wouldn't put up with any of my guff.
1: No, no. She doesn't even know who you are. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like who's that weird man that just hang around with Neve? Uh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's not true. But you know, to be fair, I would be devastated if you did it. with Someone else it would be like somebody committing adultery for me. You know? <laughs> I'm just putting it out you there. You could in handle case you're adultery. Doing a podcast with anybody you, else,
0: <laughs> you could handle adultery, Neve. Like uh, adultery is just something you don't have to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a podcast you're right. is for life.
1: So, how's your week been?
0: My week has been a bit crazy because I've been on tour, right? And I've I had an experience, Neve. Our subject for the day is ghosts, right? And I'll tell you what's been bothering me. Okay. <laughs> this, I thought, was a great idea for a topic, right? And loads of people sent in their ghost stories. And then, uh, you know, you were sick, so we, we decided we'd do this remotely. So, what I didn't yeah. factor into the equation is that I have had to come in to head stuff, which is like... Pretty big studio. <laughs> All on my own. Oh, open no. it up. And now we're going to spend the next 40 minutes telling ghost stories. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like getting a torch out and putting it under my chin right now. You know, the way you kind of shine the light up and go, this is a scary story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've left a notice outside and it says, uh, I'm recording a podcast. Gerard is here recording a podcast. If you're also here, please text me. Don't sneak up on me. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I'm of Actually, a very delicate disposition. I can do
1: now- start looking over your shoulder, you know, just as if I'm seeing somebody behind you. That'd be good it?
0: Well, I've got my back to the wall and I'm looking at the door. Um for our bonus subscribers this week, we're not uh, we're not doing video this week because Neve isn't well and I'm in a constant state of terror.
1: <laughs> I know. You'd be seeing me in my less eurotastic state. That's all I can say this day to me. I got a cold sore as well. I haven't you know what we haven't been sick for two years. I haven't been sick for two years because obviously we haven't been You know, among sick people, so actually, it is really tragic. I, I mean, I'm not as sick as my husband. Clearly, I mean, he obviously got the COVID after me, and quite frankly, you know, he's got, he's always going to have it worse. You know, because you men, you really (laughs) suffer like.
0: (laughs) How dare you, Neve? How dare you? (laughs)
1: Are you going to say that's not true now, Girl?
0: It's absolutely not true, Neve. It's genetic. It's genetic. Men, we suffer a lot more. We have very delicate <laughs> respiratory systems.
1: Oh, God. You've no idea. God bless him. Uh, you know, but to be fair, I was actually officially sicker than him. And he did admit that at one point, and which was quite an achievement for me, I felt.
0: Well, it's nice to get <laughs> the, the win after do. 20 years of marriage.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, God, such a long time. Such a long time. Of course, it did put a dampener on my big birthday celebrations so Of
0: course I
1: didn't get to quite have the the exciting birthday I was going to have, and certainly Valentine's consisted of a lot of lem sip for a change.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, never mind. There'll be other. There'll be other Valentines. Did, I uh, did, uh, tell I us, was there cards?
1: I got my card. Uh, the the best part of my uh, card was um, obviously because we were both positive, neither of us could go out, and me, like the good wife that I was, already had my Valentine's card for him, and ah. then I went into the box. I have a box of cards, you know that if I. See a card I like, I buy it. Uh, if and then I keep it for the person I'm going to buy it for, and I put it in this box, right? And it's where you put the dead, you know, the the cards you don't use at Christmas that you say you'll use next. Oh time yeah, yeah. You do you know that one? Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, about so, eight hundred of them. <laughs> okay, so there's this box which has all these cards that I bought clearly for somebody. There's like there's a card for a ten year old in there because I clearly didn't use it at the time, but <laughs> I am now waiting for my grandchildren to be ten, right, to get to use it up. That's how I am about that box. But in it, I found a Valentine's card that clearly Paul had bought a couple of years ago to the wife. It says Valentine's to the wife and um, he bought it a couple of years ago and couldn't find it I'd say on Valentine's Day and had to buy another one so I'd put it in the box. So I literally put that on his keyboard because he was working from home. So I put that on his keyboard and he wrote it to me. He came in laughing his head off. So I did get my Valentine's card, but I actually physically supplied it this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You see, you're so practical, Neve, Pragmatic Kavanaugh.
1: I would have made him draw it otherwise. He would have had to make it himself.
0: (laughs) Neve, before we start into this, um, Mm -hmm. this has just happened a week ago, so I'm still in a very delicate place. So I'd like to be very, just be very sensitive and mindful of that.
1: Okay, I'll be extra sensitive. I I may not... If you kind of turn the the camera off, you won't see me laughing. That'll be good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Neve. Okay. such a friend, no, such I'll a try true very friend. Very hard not to laugh. Okay, so ready. So uh, I'll rug a rug
1: over my knees and all.
0: A be- <laughs> Well, we don't want you getting a chill, Neve. No. <laughs> not when no, you're in no. such a delicate place. I <laughs> know. Like the the Eurovision's coming up, Neve. You can't ruin it on. Whoever is going forward for Ireland, <laughs> you being the top story, the death the, oh, come here. Being a Eurovision winner, do you get a do you get a state funeral? A state funeral? I well we know. haven't no had I'm one die it. yet. We don't know.
1: No. I won't know. I'm, I'm, and hopefully I won't be the first one to go. Like, but I, I'm not saying who I hope that will be the first. I'm not even going to get involved in that conversation. But I know, I, I, I don't know. Well, I
0: mean, it's worth knowing, Niamh. When you're planning your estate, like, you know, if you're going to be enshrined, <laughs> like, like, like the book of cows. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: it's good to know. Said, you know what? Uh, to be fair, I, I have to admit, I don't care where you put me. I don't want a grave or anything. I just want to, when I'm gone, I'm gone. So I don't Niamh. care what you do. Niamh, no, see, look, you can put me out for science, except I heard they might put you out in a field. So I don't oh, know <laughs> Niamh,
0: they, there needs to be some monument that like the you know the gays from go to
1: Mill Street. The There's Baltic gays will have to it. go
0: somewhere. You'll be like it'll be like Delida's grave. You know, like in France. Yeah. You can go to visit Delida's grave. It'll just be you, it'll be in your in your eyes playing on a disc map <laughs> 24-7. Anyway,
1: It won't matter where I am. Obviously, I'm going to come back and haunt you.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) Neve, you wouldn't be the first person to do that.
1: (laughs) Come on, tell me your story, because I feel that this is a really serious story.
0: It's a very serious story. Okay, I was doing a gig last week, right? We were in uh, a little, we were in a village uh, in an old, old theatre. You know, like one of those old theatres that have like, there's there's definitely like, stuff's gone down. Do you know what I mean? Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Well, this was. I've been in them. It was kind of like a, a courthouse. OK, so okay. Joanne. So they could have been hung in it. Yeah, I, I don't, that, that's what I'm thinking. Joanne went on yeah. stage, right? Okay. And I was in the dressing room uh, editing the podcast. So I had headphones on, <laughs> listening to you, just thinking about, oh, isn't she wonderful? How, just thinking about how blessed I am, you know. Counting my blessings.
1: Cursing me. Yeah. Cursing me saying, I'm the one who does all the bloody work on this thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's like, there's Neve now. There's Neve. We have two minutes to film. It's a 25 minute story. Oh, no. Off you go. Off you go. Set the scene. (laughs) You love to paint a picture. Um, So uh, we were, yeah. Joanne was on stage and I was editing and I was it was this little square room with a window at the side, right? Now, the, the nice. light, I don't know whether the light wasn't working or they were setting a mood. So they just had lamps okay. on, right? And there was a door on either side of the room. One door that went to the stage and one door that went out to kind of the corridor to the loo. And okay. both of those doors were closed and the window was to right. my left, right? And as I was editing away, every so often I would think there was somebody standing behind me. Right. Like pretty certain, as in, you know, like you turn around and go, oh, is there like, you know, like just there's definitely somebody there. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, that's weird. So I just kept going, just kept editing like the diligent little worker I am. And (laughs) then all of a sudden it was like somebody was brushing past me. I thought, no, this is weird. What's going on? So I would say that happened seven or eight times before I started to get really, oh really creeped out. And then... They
1: were really persistent.
0: So I said, okay, look, I took the headphones off and I was like, I'm not doing any more of that. I can't bear listening to it. Right. <laughs> 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 I took the headphones off. I went to the fridge. I got myself a Coke and a timeout chocolate bar. Ah. Because I thought, look... <laughs> I know what it is. If there, if, if ever I didn't
1: think it was the magazine. <laughs>
0: well, if ever there's a problem a timeout and a Coke can't solve, I haven't encountered it. Um, <laughs> so anyway... I thought, Girod, now you're being ridiculous. Get back, finish the episode or you'll have to do it tomorrow. So I went back to doing it. And then uh, I, th- the same thing happened two or three times. And then I was almost certain there was somebody looking at me. Like, I just was like, there's somebody looking at me. And I turned around to the window and under the light, just under the, uh, the shade, like the blinds, I just saw two <laughs> legs. Standing there. And then they just stepped away from the window, right? Now, at this time, like, (laughs) at this point, I was losing all sense of reason. Like, I was, (laughs) I was ready. I was calling the guard a helicopter out to Tinahili, like, at this point. (laughs) I was in a very dark place. I
1: I knew it was there. You were talking about I was there. Oh,
0: my God. And then it happened twice more where the legs were there. And then they just stepped away when I turned around. So I don't know what was going on. But as far as I'm concerned, it was a poltergeist.
1: Well, that does sound pretty scary and I'm not going to lie. Um, I have a couple of things, observations. Number one is my family are my father's family are from Tannehillie. He grew up there. No way. So my, uh, yes, Tannehillie, that's my, um, my, uh, my dad's side of the family are from there. So I actually know the Courthouse, really beautiful venue. Like
0: Oh, it's fab. The, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, apart from and, the possession and, I know that dressing and the you're talking and about, and it's yeah. It's
1: like <laughs> yeah, it's like a kitchen. It's like out of the back, you know. And <laughs> it's really cute, but actually I can totally understand that there would be kind of vibes in it. Definitely it has definitely a lot of history. You know, my um my dad's cousin lived till she was 104 and uh so it could be her.
0: It could be. <laughs> well, I mean, I was editing. I was it was your voice. I was editing you.
1: Yeah, maybe she wanted to say listen. She wanted to hear, you know, cuz you were listening to her, you know. Cousin, first one. Sorry, first cousin once removed. I think they call it. So anyway, that's the first thing. And the se- yeah, second observation I have is: is a timeout your absolute go-to to comfort you at any given moment in a crisis? Is yeah, like, is that the chocolate bar?
0: Yeah, because yeah. it's not. It's not one hundred percent a treat. There's wafer in it, and I always consider wafer. Wafer isn't really a treat. Wafer is more. I'm hungry. I need a. I need, I need a bit of carb. <laughs> so if it has a wafer. If it, if it has mean, a way for it to work. <laughs> Well, you know,
1: I one of my favorites is actually the Tunnock's Caramels. You know the, the those ones.
0: Oh yeah they, yeah, they
1: are. But they've got wafer in it, and I tell you, they are definitely a treat. But I, I mm, see, I don't know if that would be my treat. Time Out reminds me of my Auntie Jill. God bless her, Lord mercy on her. She and she's actually buried down there, so this might be it. Uh, she used to. She w- worked in. Nief, uh, why was I kicking uh, in the middle of, of the
0: Cavanagh, the Cavanagh <laughs> <Kavanaugh> family plot?
1: <laughs> you were totally, and you never knew. Do you really feel that there was a ghost? I mean, that whole thing of feeling somebody brush by you, that's pretty freaky now. Yeah,
0: freak I, I, I was very, that that did freak me out. To be honest with you, that freaked me out more than the legs. Like the disembodied <laughs> legs. mind, the legs. Ever, yeah, was was don't like, mind the legs. Yeah, I was like, look, that's just a pervert. Do you know what I mean? You know what you're dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a two-way no street. No problem with the perverts. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> And then I did wonder, like, was that just somebody looking in the window, interested in the backstage of a theatre, or is that someone that's going to murder me?
1: Like attack you. And do you know what yeah, actually happened yeah, at the end
0: of the night, uh, which did what freak happened? me out, was I set the sat-nav to come home and we drove away mm. from Tinahili And then mm. all of a sudden we were back in Tinahili. I don't know what happened. It could have been a poltergeist or it could have been me unable to use Google Maps. I'll leave that up to the listener. <laughs> wow. I was very upset. And the last thing, right. the last thing I needed was my favourite Eurovision winner <laughs> being snatched from the jaws of death. We did a shout out for Ghost Stories and my God, they came in by the ton. And okay. the first one comes from uh, John. Now, John's was very, like John sent us a map and everything. Um <laughs> John starts, jeez, where do I begin was with this? Was it
1: in Tinnahili? <laughs> the map of Tinnahili. I mean, it
0: might have been. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I should have been more specific. Has anyone ever seen a ghost in Tinnahili? Um I know. Jeez, where do I begin with this? My friend lives in an old farmhouse and one night I was at his for a few drinks. Now, I'd like to state that at this point I was a firm non-believer in ghosts and spirits, etc. My friend went into the kitchen to put out some drinks and I was on the sofa chilling out when out of the corner of my eye, I see movement. Now, I knew my friend lived by himself, so there was only the two of us in the house, and I know it wasn't the dog as he was next to me. I turned my head and looked down the hallway. I've attached a map of the house and where I was seated, and he he has, and it's extensive, and well done, John. (laughs) Uh, And there, coming out of the bedroom, was a dark figure. It turned down the hallway and started to walk towards me, I hadn't had anything to drink, so I wasn't drunk and I'm looking at and I'm looking at it still walking towards me thinking, what the actual fuck is this? The dark figure (laughs) continues walking and turns and walks through the front door, walks through the front door. And at this point, I'm shaking and I leap up uh, to look out the window and there's nothing there. Uh, There's just darkness as it was nighttime. My friend appears with the drinks, asks what I'm doing. And I tell him what happened and he said, oh yeah, that's the ghost of the previous owner. I've seen her quite a few times and she's harmless. Needless to say, I've never said over since and I'm a firm believer in ghosts now. John, I hope you went straight back on Tinder and found one that was a little less creepy.
1: That's mad. That's, uh, wow.
0: Like, the creepiest thing about that is that you meet somebody and you're back in their house and they at no point mention, by the way, I, the the place is a gateway to hell. I thought, I'll I'll just tell you now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not sure you would. Let's be honest here, Geroad, you know, you might have lost a few people doing that, so you kind of think, well, maybe I'll not mention it. If they don't come out, we won't say anything. That might be a third date thing, talking about, I have ghosts in my house. Because if somebody said that on your first date now, how would you feel about that?
0: Well, do you know what I would, I'd take the good out of this and I'd say, John, you found yourself a man with property. It's haunted. (laughs) But, but, you know, look, it's a seller's market. You take what you can get. So we got one from Sean as okay. well.
1: Okay, so Sean says, well, it's actually a two-parter. He says, uh, there's a ghost story. He says, I was dating this lad for six weeks and things were going great. And I told him I loved him one night. And <gasps> then he has in brackets puke. <laughs> uh, when we were lying on the sofa. Six weeks, very soon. Oh my it? God, Sean's um, the, the next day I went to work and never heard from him again. The end, ghosted. <laughs>
0: that's worse you're than right. any ghost story
1: no it is and that's actually probably one most people would uh, relate to there's a lot of ghosting going on six weeks would you tell someone you love them in six weeks would you know that
0: um, yeah I would like it depends on what age I was like if I was 21 like uh, like two drinks I'd be like you're mine now y- you're amazing M- you're mine now yeah. I'm like you wait right here and like, I'm just going to go home and get everything I own <laughs> <laughs> but Sean continues and he says uh but seriously, my granny's house in Cork is haunted by Old Munn. Do you know who Old Munn is? No, no. Never okay, heard well, of this is apparently a person. I googled him. He's not on Facebook. Uh, we were also okay. told <laughs> about the ghost by our dad as children. Until mum would tell him to stop scaring us. Our sixth class teacher okay. used to tell us local folklore and told us all the story of Old Munn and how he wouldn't walk, and the teacher wouldn't walk past. The house at night on his own. We lived at that house for five years when I was a teenager. I never met Munn, but woke up with unexplained noises and creaks in the attic on occasion. Maybe Munn, maybe mice.
1: Yeah, he's he's surprisingly well adjusted for somebody who ha- had to live with Munn for five. His years. Imagine your teacher like, saying, "I wouldn't pretty...
0: live in your, ha- I wouldn't walk by your house because I'd be too scared."
1: Yeah, well, you might be relieved depending on the teacher. I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> I think the bar was lower for teachers <laughs> back then. Like.
1: I wouldn't be overly keen on any of my teachers coming to visit. They were all lovely people, I'm sure, but at that age, you don't want your teachers anywhere near you. No, yeah, inside the space. Yeah, what by?
0: Like, I love, it, I love the fact that Sean was considered braver than his teacher.
1: Yeah, well, I think to be fair, that could be his telling of the story. It could be a very different conversation on the other side. Yeah,
0: you know the I mean? teacher was probably like, yeah. I remember I had this weird little kid in my class <laughs>
1: <laughs> who lived in Old Mun's house.
0: Oh yeah, there are. They were like <laughs> the Adams family.
1: <laughs> I know. So we heard from Shane. Uh yes. So basically for years we've had a dodgy fire alarm, goes off two or three times a day and we were told the whole place would need rewired to fix it and who can afford that? Oh, for goodness sake, you're right. Anyway, it goes off two or three times a day and then my dad dies. Um, we do the usual Irish thing and wake the body for three nights and then have the funeral. We all go back to the house after the mass, close the door and the first thing we hear is the fire alarm starting to go off again. And that's when we realised the fire alarm didn't go off once from the time Mida's body was in the house until it left, and he's very kindly put four ghost emojis on it.
0: Now the you can, that like that can't be a coincidence.
1: Well, to be fair, you hear millions of stories like this, as in, oh, the wardrobe fell down the stairs, you know, or something. You know, something <laughs> the wardrobe. <happened>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the wardrobe fell me. down the <laughs> stairs. Yeah, me, I.
1: <laughs> maybe somebody was taking it because they, they were trying to get the stuff out of the house I don't know but you know there's always some sort of omen and, and it is possible that the, the fire alarm did stop working you know just does that like freak you out a little bit Rod? I mean that I'm not does, sure. well I mean I,
0: I, it's well it's hard to it's hard to say what the other explanation for that will be and I think and, well maybe like, you just
1: didn't notice because I mean to be fair if you're waking a body there's a lot
0: going on in your mind fair Okay. Okay. You fair points. When
1: I, uh, you know, when I lived in Dublin, I lived not far from the airport, and I didn't hear the planes after a while because they went over the the house <laughs> so often. And I moved up here, and there's no airplanes near us. So therefore, I, you know, I hear if a, a car drives outside the front of the house. Do you understand so, what I mean? So <laughs> I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the same thing. But you know, you get. So you're saying basically that Shane's think... dad
0: is not this paranormal circuit breaker that we all like to think he is. <laughs> Shane, I'm on your no, side. Maybe not. Yeah. I'm on your side I think that
1: I <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm hemorrhaging fans here now mm. hugely yeah, well, although <laughs> <front> <laughs> yeah. Shane know, but
0: will be going back I and just, giving his deuce punt to Sonia
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> that's very boring I said that actually now that I think but I like your story better <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah See, like the ghosts, it's just a bit more glamorous, isn't it? (laughs) Caroline Martin got in touch and she said, my mum died a few weeks ago. I got back to Ireland for it, but returned to Melbourne where I lived shortly after. I got sunburned on my back a few days after I returned. And that night I had a dream that she was standing beside me and said, ah, you're after getting sunburned where they put your angel wings. A concept I would never in a million years have considered unless I'd had the dream. Wow. That's, well, cute. that's a lovely
1: thing, Caroline. That is lovely. That is really, really lovely. And Caroline, we're so yeah, sorry to hear your
0: mum died. That's awful, yeah, and it's it very, very sad. sad. And um, mm. yeah, we are. We're so sorry for you. Um, but you take care of yourself. It's yeah. Gin and it's tonic every tough, single night, yeah. Caroline. <laughs> and this is the <laughs> time a, when it's a
1: very tough thing.
0: Every uh, make everyone it's, rally round. That's what to do. They all have to rally around you. They have to buy you presents. Did you text Caroline? Just milk that for as Yeah,
1: They will mind you and maybe they'll bring sun cream as well. That'll be good.
0: Yeah. um, Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Who dropped the ball there? That's what I I want to know.
1: You know, oh, Caroline, it's lovely. It's lovely having a dream about your mum. It must have been quite sad. But isn't it nice to think that she's watching you? You know, I mean, I think that's a lovely. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it's hard
0: I, to like. I think, I think even the the Farlam thing, like it's it's hard to deny those things, you know. Yeah, I know. And I'm so cynical and skeptical, and I love to destroy <laughs> people's stories. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can become a member of Headstuff Plus on headstuffpodcasts.com. For as little as five euro a month, you will get bonus content from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network, including this one.
1: Okay, so every Wednesday, Kevin takes a story from folklore or mythology and gives it a fresh retelling and discusses the story itself and the craft, culture, and history of storytelling. Love it, Kevin. And whether you're a folklore fanatic or someone who just enjoys hearing a good yarn, you can always join Kevin by the fireside. I loved Irish mythology growing up, I loved all the stories. This is the
0: podcast for you because Kevin is absolutely brilliant. Maybe
1: we should just listen to a little clip.
0: Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights, or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Boru and Gráinne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, you'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olihan, I'm your host and Fireside Bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the Fireside.
1: Okay, so we have a problem, Grood.
0: The person who sent it in, and we have to be careful not to say her name. I didn't put her name on it, but okay, I, I know time. it, so I just have to be really bear. So we're going to call her. Um, we'll we'll call her uh, Neve. We'll call her Neve, right? Okay,
1: we'll call her Neve. Yeah. Okay, that's easy. I'll remember that.
0: <laughs> uh, she says, uh, "Dear Neve and Garode, I'm loving Alchemy Rants every morning or every Monday morning. You really send me into work with a smile on my face. Lovely to hear. Thank you very much. We love that." Uh, Thank you. Glad to hear the show is here to stay. I was really interested to hear the problem about the couple who couldn't decide where to have Christmas dinner, Uh, which I actually couldn't remember this one. But that
1: was that was. Oh, I remember. Was
0: was that that was the one that they they weren't sure whose turn it was.
1: Yeah, it was to do because they had to take the break for the COVID and then it was the whole thing. And yes. Yeah, it was a bit, it got very contentious, I'm not going to lie. Well,
0: uh, she goes, goes on to say, uh, I have something similar, uh, but it is a lot worse. And actually it is. Oh. Uh, I got married in 2018 and we had a lovely honeymoon and it's just as well because that was the last holiday we have had together. The year after that Ooh. my husband's parents booked on to our holiday last minute as a surprise. Who in the name of God does that's, that? <laughs> that's quite a surprise. That's
1: quite a surprise.
0: <laughs> we actually had
1: surprise! a
0: surprise. <laughs> we actually had a good time though. It though it wasn't the holiday I had planned. Like I have I'll to say now. <laughs> a,
1: a year? No, bet. no. In your first year of marriage? No. 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 That's uh, not the kind of holiday you want.
0: They did the same thing the following year and now it's just accepted that they come on holidays with us. No. That was bad enough, but it gets worse. With the pandemic, what? the last couple of years we haven't been able to get away and we did ha- but we did have two staycations. They came on one of those and on the other one his sister and her family joined us. This is outrageous. Like I can't believe <laughs> like I <laughs> You're right. It does get worse. (laughs) Like, uh, with things opening up, I wanted to do a big trip this year, maybe Hawaii or Thailand. When I suggested this to my husband, he said that it would be a lot of travel for his mother. (laughs) Like, you have to leave him. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to spend every holiday Is it too with... late
1: for an annulment?
0: Oh my god Well I mean they can't have they can't have consummated this relationship because at this point like <laughs> when? they haven't been left alone I, I don't want to spend every holiday with them of course uh, but my husband doesn't get it at all We don't have kids and I feel these are the years when we're supposed to be enjoying ourselves Not to be bad but we are actually babysitting as parents They're always too hot or too tired to do anything and we usually just sit by the pool I'm not doing another year of it Ah, uh, please don't use my name <laughs> i've ne- oh, dear. I've never felt the feeling of that I need to get in the car and we need to just go to this person and just remove them from the marriage and just say this is over God, this is over
1: that, that no that this is this is huge now, don't get me wrong right. I have been on holidays with my my husband's family a couple of times and I have been. He's been on holidays, you know, as in we've been away at the same time as my family. But there's no, let's all go on holidays together. That's like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. No. See, this is my big problem here. I think people don't realise they have to understand who the core family is. And the core family, (gasps) when you get married... Is you and the husband, right? Niamh. And now don't get me wrong. It's not that you don't love the rest of the family because I love my family and they know it. And I love his family. But your core family is your own direct family that you're in. And that's that's a really important thing. And quality time together is very
0: important. I don't care what anybody says. You Nave, know, this is bad? brilliant. Your I, core family. I d- oh my God. Your core
1: family your core family. Obviously, your family beyond that is important. And don't get me wrong, I love my family and we have great times when we go away. I maximum a week I can do with people. Maximum oh, yeah, anyone. with those people. And you are only recently married. You are so right. You should be living the life out in the world, doing all the things. They've had their holidays. What the hell is wrong with you? This is yeah. Tell that man. I... Tell that man. Honestly, take him aside and say, This is not good enough. I am your m- Main priority, this this is where your life is. Because I'm gonna tell you, the rest of your life will be them first, not you. And that's not right.
0: Neve. Sorry. This I, I don't even I don't Did even I feel like I have much? to say anything, but I will. <laughs> 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 I think what have you got to I don't say? think it's the past that she's upset about. I think it's the future. Because like this look whatever she married, has suddenly decided that like <laughs> The rest of their lives, they're going to be on holiday with his mother and father, right? Now that's just no. It's, it's, not, not, right. on. it's, no, it's not on. It's not. It's like I'm no. sorry. If you want to, if you want to go on holiday with your parents, off you go, like by all means. But she should not. Ha- that, for her main holiday, that should not be. She should not have to put up with no. that. No, nobody needs it.
1: No, like. that should be. You know, if there's a big birthday or if there's a big celebration where we're all going away together, that's fair enough. You're. Holidays, unless you are the best of friends all the time.
0: Yeah. Honestly, that's not And she's just over I there am... being the little woman for those three chickens roasting around a pool. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No.
1: <laughs> no, you see, and th- it's already difficult enough to schedule all the things you like to do on holiday. Now, and everybody's exactly. like things they like to do. I, I'm i not a lie about the pool person. I can do it for a couple of days and then I want to be doing stuff. I don't, I'm not really that kind of person. But, you know, the thing is, I I don't mind going on holiday with people and enjoying it, but I hate this tribe mentality that everything, everybody has to do everything together. It just drives me demented. It's not, you know, it's not a given, but the core family, the core family, it's all about that. Get the core family But right.
0: when they suggest it, what well, you just say, just to say, sorry, we will have a conversation about going on holidays together in five yeah. years. In five years, yeah. let's start the conversation about doing it again. But like even like can you imagine going off like you're a year married and then the, no, the parents have booked off. <laughs> What's I'd on. I'd ring in a bomb scare. I'd... Like you couldn't even get a refund. <laughs> Like there wouldn't even be a valid reason for a refund, and do you know what there should be? No. If you ring up a hotel and say, "Listen, my in-laws are after booking on," it should be like, "Do you know what? Full refund." Don't you? Don't you be worrying? <laughs> it's don't a terrible, <laughs> it's a terrible position you've been put in. <laughs> That's awful. But
1: I, I, and you know what? They didn't just randomly book on. I think the sun. Oh,
0: one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, Did you know what?
1: I'd be watching that. I'd yeah. be watching that very carefully. Niamh. Yeah.
0: Do you know what you need to do? You need to chuck that chain. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, I
1: tell you, this neve would not be having that. No, I'm telling you, they're definitely well, not. I'd be, I'd do it once, and I'd be polite about it, and probably enjoy it grand, and then there'd be a conversation back in the house, reminding him who he married. Yes.
0: And who his or core family back is. To his ma.
1: Do you know what? Get a yeah, T-shirt. Core. Get a T-shirt core with family. core
0: prints on it. Core.
1: The core family. So what, so, so <laughs> the core like your family. next steps have to be. Not Jim Corr. Yeah, now, not Jim Corr and Sharon core, right? But the, the actual core family. It is so important to remember that. I think people forget that they, they think everybody has to have an opinion or everybody has to be doing it. <laughs> it really is not true. Well, what you it need to do not is. not true. I'm right up on my soapbox.
0: Neve <laughs> has to have next steps, right? And next steps yes. for Neve is she needs to have a conversation with her husband. And do you know what, Neve? Oh. This doesn't have to be polite. This just, you can be as direct as you want. Go home and say, Oi, fuckhead. If you think, (laughs) if you think for one second that I'm going to sit around a pool with your parents for the rest of my life, you have another thing coming, right? Basting them. Yeah, forget about the holiday. Like, it's, it's not happening with them. So, and he can tell them. And actually, do you know what? If you're a little bit deranged when you're having this conversation with him, be a little bit mad and say, you can tell them, or I can tell them and I'll tell them right now. <laughs> so then that'll, that'll get you off the hook and then he will sort it out. Yeah, it will. But under no circumstances yeah. do you go and hold these, these people again. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to end up being their carer.
1: Would you ask him, would he, if he was going away with his mates, would he be bringing his parents? You should ask him that question.
0: Oh, that's really good.
1: Because I guarantee you any money, any money, the answer would be, are you mad in the head? So the, it should be the same conversation. Surely he doesn't want to be having sex with you while his <laughs> man and are in the next room. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, no, but that's you know, you're, geez, you're married, you're allowed, it's legal. It's imp- so important to nurture your relationship, especially in the early stages of marriage, because the honeymoon period is all very well. But what happens is you have to have things that you are really living your life. Hard stuff is coming. Hard stuff is coming. You don't want to be dealing with it on holiday with are bloody...
0: Yeah, Losers. like I mean, what like what are the memories of your first holiday together? It's you slathering, <laughs> slathering sun cream on his ma's back. Like, I'm sorry, no, Neve, no. absolutely not. No, You're sorry. built for better, no. and if you can't accept it, no, chuck it in and move on.
1: Now, of course, when my children start going on holidays, you know when they get married and stuff, I will be going with them. Like,
0: you know, obviously, because they'll I'll be want sitting me. in a karaoke bar yeah. <laughs> when yeah, you're on yeah, song yeah, fifties. <laughs> Here she goes again. <laughs> 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 there, uh, Mustang Sally. She's sung it three times already.
1: Yeah, it's only me, Ma. Don't mind her. Well, we go. <laughs> You can never do Mustang Sally enough. I don't care what anybody There's said There's another
0: thing that we're 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 not looking at here, though, right? The uh, like oh. when they did the staycation, his sister showed up. Yeah, like what is going on with this family? Why can't you? Unless they're absolutely terrified of you, uh, Neve. Look, I mean, who knows what's coming down the line? Maybe <laughs> maybe things aren't working, and he needs a buffer. <laughs> Look, it's not nice to hear. I'm sure, but Doesn't look, it? I mean, you have to be prepared for these situations. Never worry,
1: <laughs> never worry. You'll be fine. We'll look after you. If anything progresses from this, Neve, we want to know about it.
0: If you want to write in mm. and give us more information, you can't. You can't give us too much information. Like, you, like, <laughs> I'm, we're absolutely fascinated by this situation. Like, we are stories. We are. If you've got, I don't know if anyone has video footage. Send it all through. We we want to do a deep dive on this because this seems like you have <laughs> married into a very bizarre family.
1: It, next time when we use a fake name, can we just not use Neve because it's very confusing. Yeah, I don't confusing. know whether you're talking yeah, yeah. to me or her. But uh, yeah, no, I tell you, it is not normal. It's not natural to have to go on holidays with a family all the time fair enough if you want to go and do it fair enough if it's your choice that's okay but it's clearly not your choice and if your husband is not taking that on board there has to be a big conversation
0: Okay well Neve, I think we've helped That's it I hope so I, I definitely so. think we've helped It's been wonderful to see you
1: Oh thank you darling You just wanted a bit of proof of life didn't you Just a bit of proof of life I did want proof of life, of life. Yeah, Can you hold up a newspaper <laughs> Before you started recruiting Dana in
0: <laughs> yeah, she'd be very upset now. I know. Yeah. She had her heart set on it. She's know. like, this could, this this could be it now. This is, this could be a, as big as the presidential run. I know. Well, maybe you'd be a fabulous president. Do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be brilliant. Think no your nonsense
1: of the would run on the core family situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to next week when we get down. I'm going to get down and do it. I'm well. I'm negative now, so. I'm I'm allowed to go back. Yes. Into... So our
0: next one, it'll be in person. We'll have loads of footage. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> She'll be down in the Eurovision dress. <laughs> you see her on, see her in the M1 and the purple.
1: <laughs> I don't have that. I have the jacket from the first time, but I don't get that. So
0: it's. <laughs> oh, the purple. Did you not have the purple dress? No, I didn't take that. I just think I I think it would I just think it would be really funny with the like, <laughs> the purple, <laughs> the bit of purple hanging out your door as you're paying the toll. <laughs>
1: Anyway, listen, uh, look after yourselves and uh, I'm really looking forward to next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the podcast studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thanks for calling Toyota, this is Jan. How can I help?
0: Hi, thanks for telling my family and me about Toyota's national sales event. We got a new RAV4 during the event and it's been great. Well, that makes me happy. Right now through September 6th, it is the best time to drive off in a new Camry hybrid, Tacoma and more. So what are you up to? You know, we took the RAV4 to a great spot and now we're exploring a cave. Amazing! Yeah, my wife talked me into spelunking. I'm actually a complete and absolute amateur. Absolute amateur. Absolute amateur. Huh, I could
1: have done without the echo on that.
0: Toyota's national sales event is on. Visit your participating Toyota dealer today to enjoy every last second of summer. Toyota, let's go places. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Dealer inventory may vary. Event ends September 6th.